sponsored by Amazon. Good morning. I'm Playbook co-author Rachel Bade. It's Thursday, May 4th. We've got a scoop this morning in Playbook about a moderate House Democrat who is telling the Biden White House and Democratic leaders in Congress that their debt limit strategy is total fantasy. I caught up on the phone yesterday with Congressman Jared Golden of Maine, who argued to me that it was a mistake for Democrats to insist on a clean debt limit increase and that they need to drop this charade of thinking they cannot negotiate with Republicans. Instead, he's arguing that Democrats should be pushing for tax hikes on the rich as part of a plan to reduce the deficit. Without doing that, he told me, Republicans are able to talk about spending cuts and keep the focus there. Golden is someone to watch not just because of this unorthodox view. He's also part of the Problem Solvers Caucus and the Blue Dog Coalition, a moderate Democrat who could be critical in striking some sort of bipartisan deal. The hot story on the right right now, an escalation in Hill Republicans' probes of the Biden administration, which, for once, are not focused on Hunter Biden. Shocker. Instead, they're focused on President Joe Biden himself. A pair of GOP chairmen are claiming to have information about a whistleblower alleging that the FBI has material outlining a, quote, alleged criminal scheme involving then-Vice President Biden and a foreign national relating to the exchange of money for policy decisions. Keep your eye on Oversight Chairman James Comer and Chuck Grassley in the Senate. They're the two who are leading this charge. Details right now are limited, and keep in mind that GOP claims of such whistleblowers in the past have actually proved to be a bit of a dud. So we'll keep an eye on this regardless. And the question of whether Trump's endorsement is actually helpful for Republican candidates keeps coming up again and again. Joining me now is politics reporter Meredith McGraw, who got her hands on some scoopy audio tape and is here to tell us about it this morning. Good morning, Meredith. Hi, Rachel. So tell me about this audio you got. There's probably 20% of the party that will vote for whoever he endorses. There's another 20% that care about who he endorses, but that's not going to be the decision maker. And then there's probably another 60% of the party that don't care how he endorses, right? And this big tent Republican party includes all, you know, all types. So this audio has Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose, who could be a potential candidate in the Senate race in Ohio to unseat Senator Sherrod Brown, saying in a closed-door GOP meeting in Ohio that while Trump's endorsement, quote, matters, it just doesn't carry the same weight that it used to. He said that there is still a proportion of Republican voters who would vote for whoever Trump endorses at around about 20%. But then he goes on to say that another 60% of the party probably just doesn't care who he endorses at all. And he goes on to also just talk about the behind the scenes sausage making, if you will, of trying to get Trump's endorsement in some of these primaries. He talks about Congressman Max Miller, whose father-in-law is an official candidate in that race, going down to Mar-a-Lago to seek out an endorsement from Trump. I did have somebody close to Bernie Moreno, that's the candidate, saying that that's not how this has been playing out. But it sort of speaks to the the behind the scenes aspect of getting an endorsement for Trump and the big question of does it really matter? Yeah. And I mean, you've covered Trump for a long time now. Flattery goes a long way. And I imagine when he sees your story, Trump probably will, will not be liking uh, this candidate very much, will he? Well, Trump endorsed this candidate in the Ohio Secretary of State race in 2022. I think he was the only Secretary of State that Trump endorsed, which was actually pretty interesting because Frank LaRose had made some comments about 
how people shouldn't be spreading conspiracies about the election. And yet Trump went on to endorse him. So do you think then that Trump might actually endorse this guy after the story comes out? You know, I'm not sure about that. Mm -hmm. Um, I have no idea what Trump is thinking. And honestly, people around Trump say he's a lot more focused on who's endorsing him for 2024 than actually making a ton of endorsements like he did back in 2022 when he endorsed, I think, over 250 candidates in races across the country. So last question for you. Is Lil Rose right about this? Is Trump's endorsement power waning? So in the audio that we obtained, he actually provides a pretty interesting anecdote. He talks about Katie Britt, who didn't initially have Trump's endorsement in the primary in Alabama, but then was endorsed by Trump later on in the runoff. And he was talking about how maybe Trump's endorsement doesn't carry the same kind of weight that people think it does or should. I'm not sure how Trump's endorsement is going to play out in 2024. That still seems like a long ways off, and it doesn't seem like he's going to be endorsing as many people as he did last time. But it certainly seems like there are questions around how much influence he has in these primaries. It's interesting, too, to hear this from an Ohio candidate because Trump's endorsement of J.D. Vance in the Senate race last cycle sealed the deal for J.D. Vance and really crowned him in that primary. But, I mean, we'll see if that happens again. Thanks for coming on with us, Meredith. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Rachel. And for the rest of your schedule, the president doesn't have much on his schedule today beyond his daily briefing. The House is out, but the Senate's still here. The Senate Banking Committee will hold a hearing on recent bank failures at 10 a.m., CDC Director Rochelle Walensky will testify before the HELP Committee on pandemic preparedness reauthorization at 1 p.m. For an expanded schedule of everything happening in D.C. today and for more reporting, check out Playbook this morning at politico.com slash playbook. I'm Rachel Bade. Thanks for listening. All employees should have the opportunity and tools to grow their careers, regardless of where they start. That's why Amazon offers a range of free training programs designed to help employees move into higher paying roles within Amazon. Learn more at aboutamazon.com.